Well, well. Ah, lads, I don't feel well. Yes, bless all. Ah, lads. We're back. Ah, lads. We're back doing introductions, guys. No introductions last no week. No introductions. We're ah. very much old school. You get in, you get out. <laughs> oh, the poor podcast listener. They want introductions. I'm sure there were a few WhatsApps in from a few listeners. Oh, any, oh anyone I don't in, like the passive aggression needs. Anyone in particular? I know. There was just people. Ca- no, it's actually kind of nice, though, to know that people are listening and really care that much so that they text in. Yeah, I, one or two people. <laughs> makes me happy. <laughs> we see you. Thank you so much for we listening. See we see you. You're away. I was away. You weren't off the grid. No, it's Tell us about that, please. What? Whenever you would go away on holidays, you would get off the grid. Radio silence. Get off Instagram. Yeah. What's, why have you changed? Because Elon it, Musk? Because it didn't feel like you, my stereotypical holiday. I was at two weddings. So I was a lot of online, a lot and taking photos. And but do you think Graham was very active? I was more active than I usually am on a I holiday. I thought you were pretty quiet. Oh, that's for a holiday. I'm very, I was very active. Uh, yeah. Like, okay. The fact you even put up an Instagram story of the villa I was in. Talk yeah. us through the meal at the wedding. Was it lovely? Oh. Is it very Italian-based or oh. was it different? That's, that's Arancini this. balls. Oh. They made, they made the wedding cake in front of you. What? How? So they had a kind of a pastry base, kind of a crisp, like a wafery based. Is that right? Wafery based? Yeah. And then they had icing. And they would just go plop plop, make the little plop. A flavor plop, icing. Oh, I don't know what it was. It was unbelievable. And then they would like do the outsides, and then they would fill it all in, and then they would throw cherries, raspberries, and blueberries on it. Not my favorite cherry. I don't really like cherry. The, the cherries are actually only on the corner, so very few people got cherries. And then they would do another layer, and they go plop 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 with the icing, and they'll fill it all in, do it again. It, and what then what's the main like? Uh, the oh, steak. Steak, but what? like this wasn't any normal steak. It was like. Re- it was so tender. No, we went to Marco Pierre. It wasn't like it. It was completely different to anything. Different pig on a spit. No, it was like really soft meat, and it was tender. It was, I'd say, butter. Medium rare. Oh, and it was it was really red. It wasn't butter. It was it was really <laughs> red, and it was kind of it was strange because it was kind of cold. But it was so tasty. Cold. And Jeez, was, you're not sounding it to me. There was a bit of like balsamic vinegar on it. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, I'm back. It was Yum. Sides, what were the potatoes like? It was just kind of roasted potatoes. Mm. And that was kind of it. Big was, portion, were you hungry? Oh, oh. <laughs> Did you feed yourself. They just let down a plate of oh, meat. Oh, I love those kind of places. You need to go to bed. <laughs> I'm so tired. You're in a bad way. So Please stop drinking. <laughs> Did you have many tiramisus? <laughs> I didn't have any. Huh? I didn't have any. I had a lot of stracciatella. 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 And did you get to speak to people you didn't know? Yes, a lot. Yeah, I spoke to well. How did you approach them? Now oh, you're just sitting around and you're chatting, aren't you? Oh, did you go hello? Yeah. Hey. You can't because how you do you see- know the bride and groom? You say that to people. Is that what you are? Oh, I'm 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 going out with the bridesmaid. I'm going out with the bridesmaid. Oh, oh, top table. Wow. I was within one chair of the bride at the dinner. Too close. I was within were, were one not, chair. You feel a bit embarrassed that you were. Nah, so I'm like the big dogs landed. <laughs> what are the speeches like? <laughs> Our speeches are great. Very emotional. Very yeah. emotional. Yeah, they're very Did very you nice. cry? Uh, I did at one stage. Did you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. In which Every, one? Everyone was crying. In which one now? Mayo or Isley? I had tears, uh, like a little lump in my throat in Mayo. Mm. But in Italy, it was there was a lot of emotion. 
Jeez. There was a lot of emotion in yeah. speeches. And, uh, you yeah. cry now. Yeah, I had my sunglasses on, so it was handy. <laughs> Did you? What Did was you I crying But you come away from a wedding, though, so, like, happy and emotional, like, just full of love. Yeah. I come home, I come home after feeling absolutely wrecked. <laughs> I t- but fair now, if you're getting me at a wedding, I go all out. First five day. o'clock and five o'clock on the night of the first wedding and a quarter to five on the night of the second oh, wedding. Oh, you're some boy. No I'll, do it. I'll no do it. Need. I'll do it. I'll do it. You will get Old too. man Not River say, over here. But day two, I was oh. with you at a day two. Yeah. Slouched over. <laughs> it was 12. We had to bring you home. <laughs> what happened there? Because I'm um, here in the five in the morning and I'm Different like, vibe. Different vibe. I didn't have enough food that day. Oh. I'm having a full Rookie. meal. I'm having a three-course meal. That day two, I didn't that have enough day food. Two. What was the food like day two at, in the Italian wedding? You're in a pool. I saw oh, you're pizza in a party. swimming pool. Aww. Pizza party. They just kept on bringing out pizza. Oh, that's it's a nice it's quality pizza. pizza. Oh, it was wood fried on, in the villa. Were you eating in a pool? Uh, no, there was a pool party and then we were in the restaurant area. Okay. And it was just constant. Did you feel like you were in American pie or something? Yes. In the pool. Yeah, yeah. And then someone brought an apple pie. It was great. <laughs> All right, we gotta go. There's a serious <laughs> hole in the middle. <laughs> Neve, that's Neve, disgusting. not cool. The Graham and Nathan podcast. FM 104. Stop, stop. Uh, he's back and he looks absolutely terrible. <laughs> Please. You two, yourself and producer Neve, are just kind of smiling at each other like you've <laughs> stuff planned for me. Now, I will say, I don't know anything that happened over the last week and a bit since I've been away You're on holidays. Listening. I wasn't listening. I didn't catch up on the podcast either. But I, I'm hearing stuff off uh, a legendary game of ping pong, ding dong. I will be caught up on what's happening with the South African radio station yeah. as well with the rugby match this Saturday evening. I feel like there's a lot going on in this show that I don't know of. I do have to say, you look very jet lagged. Do you know where you are <laughs> at the moment? Do you ever go on one of those holidays where you feel so wrecked after you come back? I have had two weddings, one in Mayo, one in Tuscany. They do say Mayo oh, is the wow. Tuscany yeah, of Ireland. They do. That's what they say. So very similar weddings. And I came back yesterday evening and I'm absolutely shattered. Well, do you know what? You are a hell of a storyteller. So I can't wait to hear um, how the trip was. We're going to fall out of our seats <laughs> laughing at some iconic stories from Italy, I'm hoping. The best thing about this holiday is... There aren't that many stories for the radio. Brilliant. Oh, no. But you can tell us all fair or we can set up a Patreon. <laughs> However, I do have a big question for you and producer Neve about something when I was away. I've got a question for you. I'll ask you next. Ooh. First though, with Sunroof on FM 104. I got my You're listening to the Graham and Nathan podcast from FM 104. Lewis Capaldi on FM 104. You are listening to Graham and Nathan. The king is back. All is right with the world. (laughs) I will say we looked at a few reports while you were away, myself and Neve. We hemorrhaged listeners. (laughs) So we need you back well and safe. So I've been gone for about a week and a half. I've got a question for you both, which I'm going to put to you about the show in about a minute or so. Did you listen to the show? Because Neve was outroing and introing all of the music. How did you find it, Neve? Terrible. <laughs> Many people were saying that she was like a young Adrian Kennedy. Oh, really? She had yeah. real charisma mm-hmm. behind okay. that mic. I'll have a question for you in just a few. I want to tell you something, how I'm a different person. My personality has changed because you know me as a personality. I love a big mug of coffee. 
You do. Oh, I love a big mug of coffee. And I have complained, I've gone on the record in the past, where I'm not a big fan of going into a coffee shop and you get this tiny little cup and you pay extortionate prices. I want it to last me. Okay. Well, I'll tell you how I got to the point where I'm going. At the first wedding I was at, it was in Mayo. And after the dinner, I would never do this. But I had a coffee after the dinner. Oh. And I absolutely loved it. It kept me going and I stayed up till 5 a.m. And I said, I could be this type of person now. This could be my personality. But what about the IBS? You're it was the okay. face of IBS. Because it was only my second. I can have two per day and I only had one that day. So when I went to Italy to the other wedding, I go, I'm going to have a coffee after the meal to keep me going. Because, you know, you get a bit slouchy and grouchy after the dinner. They only had espressos. Oh, oh this yum. man is going to start drinking espresso. I had an espresso after the Italian wedding... Absolutely loved it. And for every day, so it was one, two, three, four, five days after that in Italy, instead of having my second big mug of coffee, I had an espresso. Are you wow. going to have an espresso at four today live on the radio? I would love if you did I'll that. do it. Are you going to do, do it? it? I'm, I'm an espresso drinker now. Did you sip it or shot it? Sipped it. Sipped it. And did you stand up at the bar? Because that is the known thing no. in Italy. Everyone's in a rush. You drink the espresso quickly at the bar. You don't get to sit down. Yeah, didn't get a chance to do that. It was a lot of takeaways because Claire was getting cappuccinos. So I was like, cappuccino. I'm espresso. Espresso. Grazie mille. Right, question half for you two. Well, just one more question. Did yeah. you put milk in nope. the espresso? Oh my no. God. Well You're done. a different person. I know. I'll have more about Italy throughout the show and tomorrow, but I have a big question for you two. Didn't listen to the show at all, didn't even check the podcast. Like many. But one thing I saw in the news, I said, if these two don't go near this story... Don't and, you worry. And they, don't you worry. And they didn't properly try and get someone on for this story. Well. The meteorite in Port Marnock Beach... When I saw that... Go us, Neve. High five. What did you do first? Because uh, that's up there with the man slipping on the ice and... Oh, story. I'm telling you. Great question. We didn't get anyone on, oh. but we played clips from Virgin Media and we had a good laugh. We had a great chuckle. Are you serious? Yeah. The way you acted, I thought you got one of the two people who dug the great. actual hole. Great. The way... No, I know. You we can't, tried. You can't see in this studio but the two of them looked at We're each other proud. with such a sense of pride as in oh will we tell Graham we felt we got both the what is he the guy who thought it was a meteorite and the other guy <laughs> brought them into studio the way and you high fived oh you did you talked about I'll it tell the you, biggest story in the in the country yeah, oh wow I'll brilliant. tell you why we high fived very late on did we decide let's speak about this so we kicked off the show oh god with the whole on Port Marnock Beach. But you didn't. Did you attempt to get anybody on? Uh, I think we Mikey, Mikey sent us a number, but we had the show already planned. Oh, my <laughs> So God. sometimes the show comes first. Oh, guys, come on. We spoke about it. Come on. It's Justin Bieber. Where are you now? I'm very disappointed. FM 104 is Graham and Nathan. The Graham and Nathan Podcast. FM 104. FM 104. Come on. Florida for your Monday and low. It's Graham and Nathan here. What's going on? The king is back. Mufasa is very much alive. And we got a WhatsApp message in from Brian. Is Carlos Sainz going to be in the studio today? Oh, wow, is he After here? a great win yesterday. Carlos, congratulations. Oh, yeah, Yo, yes. What did you win yesterday? I won the Singapore Grand Prix. It oh was great. God. It was a great win for me and my team at Ferrari. My name is, of course, Carlos Sainz. Did you expect to win? I was not expecting to win. I was pushed hard by... Um, 
I think Charles Leclerc and uh, Louis Hamilton. And what about your cousin with glasses? He always seems to make an appearance. He was there, he gave me a big hug and he asked me for loads of money. I'm sorry, Carlos, Vera Pau! <laughs> Vera Pau has just walked into the studio. Vera, Vera Pau, how are you getting on? Yes, it was very nice to be here today. Very back. It's great to see Graham back in the team. Um, it's always great to be part of a team. Any spots here? <laughs> do you still have Graham and Nathan's half three free? Oh, yes, we do. I'm going to tell you how you can win an incredible I prize. I love it. Hello, Vera. <laughs> You're listening to the Graham and Nathan podcast from FM 104. Brad, Heidi, nothing but you. It is Graham and Nathan on FM from Galway. 104. From Galway. He's from here, come on now, let's cross over to Neve because Neve used to have nuggets of wisdom about some of the artists. He's an upcoming gig. I will confirm what date soon. <laughs> this is it... the pace the show went at. <laughs> it was very laid back. <laughs> Googling on the spot, guys, I don't know. He is an upcoming, on the, I don't yeah. know, it's in the, the Thursday. This was the show. <laughs> 26th of October. I am going to check out Graham and Nathan on FM 104's podcast if this is how good the show is. <laughs> I, I have seven I've, shows to catch up on. Oh, wow. Oh, no. <laughs> and this Friday coming too, guys. Don't worry. You do it all over again. This coming Friday. All right. Just gone 25 to 4. It's time now to try and give away some prizes in Graham and Nathan's half three freebie. Yeah, today's prize. Tickets to movies at cinemas. We spun a wheel. It landed on the letter L. So if your name begins with the letter L, we might be giving you a call right now on private number. Answer the phone with the correct phrase and we will give you the prize. It's as simple as Come that. Come on. All right, we've got the number in system. Let's go. Come on, let's see you. Hello? My name is Leah, and I've just won Graham and Nathan's half three CB on FM 104. Yes, you have, Leah. Congratulations. Were you fully confident that it was us that was calling you? You aren't expecting a, a phone call from a doctor or. A, no, I was waiting for a phone call from the dentist, which didn't help. <laughs> oh, what's wrong with your teeth? Oh, I was getting a tooth out, so I was waiting for an appointment. <laughs> well, your luck. It wasn't the dentist, it was us. Even though you'd probably prefer it was the dentist so you'd get that tooth sorted, I'd say. No, not really. I would have made a show myself. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. You're very good. Leah, congratulations. Before we let you go, is there anything you'd like to say to Graham, who was away for so long? <laughs> I'm glad you're back, Graham. <laughs> Thanks very much. Did they do a bad job while I was away, Leah? No, I have to give it to them. They've done a great job. Well done, guys. Well done. You'll get your money. I mean, tickets to movies at cinemas. Leah, okay. you're a star. Thanks so much for taking our call. Bye. Great, thanks. Bye-bye. We start the week with a win. Absolutely delighted with that. And make sure you're listening. Half three tomorrow for Graham and Nathan's Half Three Freebie. You could be winning some incredible prizes. This is FM 104. The Graham and Nathan Podcast. FM 104. FM 104. It is Graham and Nathan, Taylor Swift. That is Cruel Summer. And this is Nathan's News. Do you know what, Graham? Some people may say you and I are an unlikely Partnership. Yeah, I would agree. Well, there's another unlikely partnership, business partnership, involving this guy. Can you hear me? Sounds good. <laughs> Sounds a bit low there, Nate Dog. Is it very low? Sorry, I'm just going to increase the volume. There we go. And this guy. Where is my beautiful sister? James Blunt. 
And Leonardo DiCaprio oh, What movie's that from? That is from Django's Unchained Django Unchained I like to pluralise films <laughs> I know you do Tesco's Now they are a business partner of this shoe brand called Loki Okay, so they're a British vegan trainers brand And they were brought together by a mutual friend called Princess Eugenie Do you know who she is? <laughs> Princess Eugene Do you know <laughs> who she is? Graham, tell the folks at home who she is. I would say she Princess Anne's daughter. No, she's the daughter of Prince Andrew. Oh, Prince Andrew. Oh, right. <laughs> now, Eugenie was introduced... Do you sweat in these shoes? <laughs> she was introduced -sweat. To, to the brand by her good pal, Sophia. So that was James Blunt's wife. So she managed to bring James Blunt in. And then she has mutual friends with Leonardo DiCaprio. Brilliant. So they're not essentially working together, but they've put they're their hand in their wallet. They're investing. They're investing. Isn't that insane? It is. Do you think they'll ever meet? Um, I don't know because I know James Blunt lives in Ibiza now. So, and I'm pretty sure Leonardo DiCaprio oh. would frequent Ibiza many of the time because, as we know, he is a fan of dating women, <laughs> especially those in the age group that go to Ibiza. Now, two other celebrities that have joined their investment yeah. Prince Harry and Princess Meghan. <laughs> Actually? Yeah. Oh, very good. Now, is Meghan a princess? I don't think she is. No, not anymore. No. Can we just I don't think Harry's prince anymore. Didn't focus, he lose his title? Can we focus on the name Eugenie? <laughs> it's Eugenie. Are you sure no, about I think that? I could think they yeah, see, it's Eugenie. It's spelled E-U-G-E-N-I-E. -E. Eugenie. It's Prince Andrew's daughter. I'm pretty sure it's Eugenie. No, Princess Eugenie it is. Well, I stand corrected. Apologise live I on air. I apologise to you. So, brand new... British vegan trainers brand Loki. Would you support them? Yeah. What's your They're price? Not, I, haven't, I haven't seen them. <laughs> What's your price? Oh, my price to get involved. Yeah. Um, 50 quid. Are you involved in any other business ventures? I'm hoping to get golf. I got to say, every time I put up an Instagram post <laughs> and Nathan comments trying to get golf companies to sponsor like me, it. I laugh out loud every single Here's time. Here's a very quick thing. We were going to prank you when you were away. <laughs> you should have. I was going to pretend to be a, a golfing agent and say that I watched you. I was in the woods when you were playing with your tall friend, Big Gil, and you're the best talent I've ever seen. But I thought you were away at a wedding. Do it on Friday, and I'll just pretend I didn't hear this. <laughs> okay. It's Major Laser on FM 104. You're listening to the Graham and Nathan podcast from FM 104. Good afternoon. It is four minutes past four on FM 104. You with Graham and Nathan. I'm sorry. Can we get the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire music? Because I think this is iconic. If you've just joined us, Graham is back from his Italian holiday and he made the bold statement that he is a changed man. Normally, at four o'clock, he drinks an Americano. But since you were away, you got a thirst, a thirst for an espresso yeah. and you've brought it back to Ireland got one here I got an espresso from the coffee machine now usually I bring oh. my Nuts Boncon Nescafe Azira I love it's quantity over quality for me always oh okay especially in coffee I hate tiny little coffees but I'm a changed man after my five days in Italy now the work coffee machine is certainly not quality <laughs> <laughs> that is a fact but I'm into smaller coffees now. Here we go. And I sip. I don't have any milk. I sip. You sip it? I sip it. I, I thought you downed it no. in one. Sip. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, let's have a listen. My first ever espresso 
on the island of Ireland. You love this country. I blooming would you enter for this and country. And sorry, before you have a sip, no other radio station doing this? <laughs> They're too afraid. Too afraid. They're cowards. Here we go. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Not great. <laughs> Not great. Not great. Because it is from the work. But you know what? I'm just going to sip this. How many sips do you think you'll get out of that? Four or five. Not bad. Four or five. Maybe after Blue Cantrell breathe, it will be over. But you know what? I'm a changed man. Quality. Well, semi quality yeah. over quantity from now on. This is FM 104. The Graham and Nathan Podcast. FM 104. Still have my espresso, guys. Still have the espresso. It's my new thing. It's Graham and Nathan, excuse me, on FM 104. Just in case you're new to the show, I was on holidays. I was at two weddings, one in Mayo, then I jetted off to Italy, and I was there for five days. I also have a wedding on Friday in Sligo. I have to say, you're a jet setter, you're a well-travelled man, and you, you know, I support you going away, because you come back with great stories. I have a fear I may be getting a fine from the Italian government or Ministry of Transport. Mafia! I have a fear and I need anybody who has driven in Italy before to listen up. Because I've tried to Google it and I'm not sure. This can get a little confusing, but stay with me. Alright, stay with me on this one. So I rented a car and... They're from an Italian company? From no, from a just a generic one that we use around the world. No problems this time. Neve is laughing. Not the same company. Not the same. I didn't go with the same company <laughs> as I went with in Nashville there a few months ago. That's for sure. And how their toll system works, it's very confusing. All right. So you know you've got the a toll, a, we'll call it Eastling Toll Bridge. You drive up to the toll. You it says two euro ten, whatever it is now. I don't know what it is. Someone sat in the booth. Yeah, you give them the money, or you tap your card, or you may have uh, an easy tag. What's it called? Is that called? Yeah, a tag. A tag, yeah. Or E-toll a, tag. E toll tag. E toll tag. Right, and you go straight through. E flow tag. E flow tag. In Italy, you drive up to a toll. It gives you a ticket. You take the ticket and you drive on, and in X amount of kilometers, you reach another toll, and then you pay there. Oh. Okay. So you give them the ticket that you were given. Yeah. And then you pay them. It's like you get a ticket on entry into this road and then you pay as you exit the road. It's a bit like a car park. Exactly. Perfect example. However, Google Maps brought me one strange way, which I didn't know what happened. It brought me on a road where it was for cars who had the e-flow tag. So I reached the front of the barrier. At the end, I have my ticket but there's no one to take my ticket. I press this button, trying to ask for help, and the barrier just goes up and I drive through. <laughs> and I go, I've definitely gone the wrong road. And I definitely am going to get a fine because I shouldn't be on this road. This is for people with tags. So I go to Claire, keep that ticket. This is at the very beginning of the holiday. Keep that ticket. We might need that later on. On the way back, Google Maps brings me the way off the road with the e-toll. I drive up to the barrier, no one there, no tickets. I press the button. Barrier goes up. This is amazing. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> then I eventually reach one of the toll where I have to hand over the ticket. Someone sat in the booth. Someone sat in the booth to collect my ticket, which I should have got a couple of kilometers down the road. He goes, ticket, ticket. I go, yes, of course. There you go. <laughs> he goes, impossible, impossible. It's a golden ticket. <laughs> I, go, I go, it's the only ticket I have. 
from three days ago, three days ago. Impossible. Where is your ticket? And I go, I don't know. <laughs> and he started making a big scene, started shouting at me. And in my head, I go, I've gone the wrong road. Google Maps has brought me to the road where you've got the e-flow. And now they've got my number plate and they're going to find me. I know what's going to happen. Ooh. Now, he only charged me €3.30. He was very confused how I got there with that, without having a fresh Did ticket. Did you say you were from Ireland? I didn't. I didn't say anything. I was just sitting there going, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so the question I have is, has this happened to anybody else? I know it's a niche one. It's very niche. It is very niche. Or have they ever got any speeding tickets from a foreign country? And how does it work? Do we have to pay them? We maybe do if we want to go back to the country. Or do the car rental company... I was company, going to say the car rental company. Do they company, get fined? They must get fined. And then they pass it on because of my credit card details. I don't know. I'm very worried now. I've gone through this toll once or twice. And my fear is... This is my big fear. Go on. That I don't pay it or I don't know about it, and the next time I go to Italy to rent a car, it's like the you know going through the M50. Like you know, if you don't pay it, it builds, it keeps, up. It builds up, it builds up, it builds up. That's my fear. Maybe my fear for you, you won't be allowed back into the country. Imagine oh. I get arrested at the border. Imagine. Let us know. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. Have you ever dealt with these things while driving abroad, and what happens? I'd love to know on WhatsApp or WhatsApp voice note. This is Olivia Rodrigo on FM one zero. You're listening to the Graham and Nathan podcast from FM 104. You are listening to FM 104. That is Dermot Kennedy. Graham and Nathan here. I'm asking you the question. Uh, am I going to be fined by the Italian government slash Ministry for Transport? That is my big fear because I ended up going through tolls just back from holiday initially, excuse me. And I rented a car and I went through tolls, which I believe were tolls for cars who had, you know, we have the the e-flow tags yeah. and all those type of things. And I had to keep on pressing buttons and eventually the barriers would go up. But how they do it is got to collect a ticket at one toll and you pay at the end. And when I got to the end, the guy at the barrier was very confused as to how my ticket was three days old, not three kilometres old. So I have a fear now they're going to track me down and charge me. Or worse, let it build up and then I won't have be able to go back into the country. I will say... If you manage to not pay for this fine, loophole, <laughs> loophole, get go. in that lane and you don't have to pay for it. We got Jessica on the line. Jessica, you were in Italy. What happened with your fines? We were brought by Google Maps into a pedestrian area in Florence and we got a fine one year later, one year later in the post. Ooh. Oh no Oh I've heard about this Because some of the people Who were at the wedding Initially were in a town Called Luca, Which is a walled town It's probably near Florence As well And they drove yeah. in Without knowing And I think they said It's an 80 euro fine Was it? Yeah A year later But we'll let you know and also for speeding, just taking it off the speaker there. That's okay. Also for speeding, 12 months later there We were like 3 kilometres Over the speed limit Can I, but, can, um, can I ask how much? Uh, I think it was like 80 euro, 100 euro, but they do track you down, but it takes the time, but they do track you down. Do you know what, Jessica? My big fear was that if they can't track me down and somehow it gets lost and it keeps on building and building and building, the next time I go to Italy, if I do in the future, I get stung with a couple of grand's worth. Yeah, well, they might actually just go to the insurance company who will probably have your, or the car company will have your car details anyway. And they'll forward it on to you or they'll just off back. And sorry, Graham, you weren't speeding. I wasn't. Oh, I'll actually tell you one thing for a fact. They won't catch me on speeding. I was overtaken, I'd say, in the four or five days I was in Italy by, on average, 2,000 cars. Oh, I was going well, so slow. 
we drove into the pedestrian area in the centre of uh, Florence and my partner is fluent Italian and there was an Italian man sitting having his coffee and he said never in his whole life has he seen people drive in the Piazza whatever. Oh, <laughs> it's wow. terrifying. It is absolutely terrifying driving over in Italy. I couldn't imagine what that was like. Well, Jessica. Just catch up with you. Go on. Oh, <laughs> go on. See ya. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye, bye Jessica. Bye. Love the show. Bye. Uh, see you later, Jessica. If you would like to share any more stories about hidden finds while away driving on holidays, 0876797104. This is Nathan Daw, Ella Henderson, 0800 Heaven. It's Graham and Nathan. Heaven had a phone. The Graham and Nathan Podcast. FM 104. <laughs> Calvin Harris on FM 104 I'm very excited for this because everyone in the office has been talking about it so Nathan over to you so to give some context we play a game every single day after five ping pong ding dong and on Friday Graham a brand new rule that we've implemented if there's three people in the final that beat me we do a semi-final and then a final yes okay so a week ago we had Jack and Aileen in the semi-final and we realised just a few minutes before we went to air that the two phones were not working. <laughs> One phone was working so we needed to get Aileen on a Zoom call. Oh my god! So no. there was a bit of a delay oh, but the topic was dog breeds. Have a listen to the game. It was eight minutes long. I've edited it down to two minutes. Have a listen. An English Bull Terrier. German Shepherd. Border Collie. Golden Retriever. Akita. Poodle. Staffordshire Bull Terrier. Rottweiler. Uh, Labrador. Uh, Bichon Freeze. A Dachshund. Chow Chow. Jeez, what's going on? A Dachshund and a Chihuahua. Dachshund and a Chow Chow. Chow Chow. Chow. And Aileen, you said? Chihuahua. Goodness gracious. Pomeranian. Pomeranian, okay. Husky. Irish Wolfhound. Red Setter. Uh, Newfoundland. Uh, Corgi. Black Russian Terrier. Uh, let me just check VAR here. I don't know. I need to slow down the game a bit. It's getting intense. Black Russian. Yeah, that, uh, that. Oh my God, that's a beautiful dog. Good show, Jack. Um, a King Charles. I'm not already said. No. No. Uh, a multi poo. Multi poo. A multi poo. Yeah. yeah, it's like a miniature little rat. Multi poo. I'm yeah. scared what I'm going to look up. They're, oh, they're very cute. Okay, lovely. Back to you, Aileen. A labradoodle. Why are we doing crosses? <laughs> this is a long game. <laughs> um, a Dalmatian. A basset hound. Golden doodle. Sheba. Brittany. What on earth are these dogs? I have to start the drone again. Now, this is a long game. Where uh, are we? Okay, Aileen, back to you. Samwide. Samwide. Yes. Samwide. They're the big white fluffy things. Oh. Uh, Maltese. Oh, Maltese. Has that not been said? I have multi-poo. <laughs> oh, no, I've jumped the gun. I'm sorry. Maltese is good. Okay. An American sheepdog. Uh, greyhound. Wishing for this game to end. Aileen, back to you. <laughs> a lurcher. We're going to speed uh, it up now. Speed it up, guys. Afghan hound. I shouldn't be here. An Australian sheepdog. From now on, we won't take any different breeds, so no, sheepdog yeah, is done. Yeah, sheepdog's done now. <laughs> Havanese, the one that looks like a rug. Okay. <laughs> Aileen? Aileen? A Belgian Malinois. What? Are we even talking dogs anymore or scented <laughs> candles? Okay, Jack. Uh, a Shelby. A Shelby? No, Shelby. Are we talking to two vets? Okay, Aileen? A Doberman. Oh, yeah. Benzie. Um, an Alsatian. Eskimo. 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 Yeah. No. American Eskimo dog. Okay, back okay. to Aileen. Come on. Aileen Two. Tino. 
What? Hello? What was that, Aileen? Jack Russell Terrier? Hello? No, oh, we had Jack Russell. We had Jack him. Russell. Did we have that? Did upstairs? we have Jack Russell? I've written down Can so many... Can you hear me, many... Jack Russell Terrier? <laughs> no, we had Terriers. We said they were done. Yeah, we sorry, have Aileen. Terriers, so. Sorry, okay. Aileen. We have to end the game there. I think that was the I longest. think I've become bald. <laughs> Honestly, that was the longest game. It was a horrible experience. Like, that was an eight-minute game. And my pen stopped working. <laughs> eight minutes. Eight minutes. Come on, Graham, criticise us. I'm not criticising YouTube. I've got my thoughts about Some that game. Some people I'm, were messaging saying I, cheaters. I, oh, Some well, people were saying cheating. When I hear a game going on for eight minutes... Do you think cheating? Now, I would <laughs> oh, never whoa, want to whoa. point... I would never accuse anyone. I would never say it on air. Because I know the lawyers are listening. What would you say off air? Allegedly. 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 That's where my mind goes. Yeah. It's where my mind went to with an eight minute game where they were talking about random dogs that I'm sure they never even heard of. How do you think how we adapted with the Zoom call? Because we were actually going to banish the game altogether and say, sorry, it's been pushed to Monday. Well done. That was very well done. (laughs) Whose idea was that? Me. That was you. Well done, producer Neve. Whose topic was that? Me. Hey, you're in luck. More ping pong ding dong after five o'clock on the show. Uh, this is Zed, Alessia, Cara, and stay. It's Graham and Nathan. You're listening to the Graham and Nathan podcast from FM 104. Thank you very much, Jonathan. 14 degrees. There is nothing funnier. Well, I was part of it yesterday. That when you come back from a sun holiday and everyone on the plane is wearing shorts and t-shirts, and you land in Dublin. And you just get to the door as you're going down the steps of the plane and you see rain in Dublin. And nobody has a jacket and nobody has a jumper and you're all just running to get to the terminal. What was the weather like in Italy? Uh, like 30 degrees every day. Too hot? No, it's it's a different type of heat to the heat we get in Dublin. Like in Dublin, if it's 24 degrees, you can't sleep at night. But in Italy, it's like 30, 33 and you're actually okay. It's weird. It's and different. How was the flight? Because I can be a bit of a nervous flyer, a lot of turbulence. What are we dealing with? On the way back yesterday, if anybody was on the Dublin flight from Pisa to Dublin at around quarter to four, it was the hottest flight oh. I was ever on in my life. I don't know if the aircon was broken, I don't know what was going on, or if I don't know if it was just a lot of sore heads from partying all week. But it was the hottest flight I was ever on in my life. Did you get a drink, a refreshment? No, I just had my water in my bag. And that was it. Wow. All right, on the way next, a brand new week. We means a brand new week of players. Come on. But I'm back for a week off. First, Harry Styles. The Graham and Nathan Podcast. FM 104. FM 104, the man who absolutely loves a bit of a flash mob. The Crow. That is Kean the Crow. And heaven on FM 104. Oh, I have missed this. Ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping. What a time to be alive. Ping pong, ding dong, and we're live. And we got Anthony on the line. Hello, Anthony. All right, Anthony, Graham's back in the hot seat. Do you have a question for him from his travels? Uh, No. Okay, thanks very much. <laughs> nice to speak to you too, Anthony. <laughs> right, Anthony, you're on to play Gotta Get It Wrong. You don't care about my holidays. Oh, oh, no, uh, ping pong, ding oh, dong. no, Ping Graham, pong, ding stop dong. stop the music, Graham. No, 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 no. Can no. you stop referencing <laughs> old games from a different radio station? He takes a week off Anthony. and he's... 
this man, he takes a week off, he comes back, and he thinks he's on a different radio station. <laughs> Ping pong, ding dong. Ah, this man, he's forgotten his roots. Hey, tomorrow's our no. one-year anniversary on FM 104, by the wow. way. I'll be expecting a big present from the bosses out there. <laughs> Trying to deflect what I just said there. I'm sure they'll look after you, don't worry. I hope so, Anthony, I hope so. Right, you're on to play ping pong, ding dong. Oh, wow. Graham. I am going to give yourself and Nathan a topic. You have got to give me answers in relation to that topic. You will go back and forth Sad. until someone cannot answer, repeats an answer, or gets one wrong. You ready to go, Anthony? Oh, we'll give it a bash. That's a look, Anthony. Go on, son. What I want today is, Anthony, you will go first. It's subjective, but we're myself and Eve are going to work together here. Things you'd associate with Italy. Brilliant. With Italy. With Italy, the country Italy. Okay. Okay. I'm still starting. Yeah, you're starting, Anthony. Peter. The Pope. Pasta. Breadsticks. <laughs> the Vatican. The Italian national anthem. <laughs> the Italian football team. The San Siro. Anthony Del Piero. Very good. Pavarotti. The Italian rugby team. <laughs> Il Divo. Mozart. Is Mozart Italian? I'm checking. I'm not sure. <laughs> I, don't, I, I always thought he was German, if I'm honest. I would have said German. German and Roman. I don't know. German. 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 <laughs> Very good game. You're out of here, Anthony. I'm sorry. He's definitely, I would associate Germany with him. Yes. Over at, go, yeah, no, yeah, German. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Anthony, you're an absolute legend. I actually thought you would have just gone with football players once Del Piero was coming out of here, but you didn't. Uh, we you, were respectful. Yeah, for, for some reason, we couldn't think of any more. I don't know why, though. Know what? No, Anthony, you tried to play a fair game, and I appreciate nice. that. The crowd appreciated that, I will say. You've become a fan favourite. Um, but definitely come on again in the future, Anthony, won't you? Lovely. Cheers, lads, darling. Bye-bye. Ding pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping pong. Great game. Oh, we could do a thing now where it's um, just things to associate with countries. I like, I like that. that. That's a new Very topic. subjective. No one said uh, gelato. Yeah, I was going to go with Vespa. Uh, Ryan Tuberty's Vespa. <laughs> <laughs> Specifically Ryan's. Get espresso. Coffee, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah there yeah. we go. Right, it's Ariana Grande now. No tears left to cry on FM 104. You're listening to the Graham and Nathan podcast from FM 104. I'm excited. Oh, wow. I'm excited. It's FM 104 with Graham and Nathan. Now, Graham, we have been waiting for you. You've been away on holidays in Italy. Can you just tell us what you remember in relation to our communication with the South African radio station? So a couple of weeks ago, we were contacted by Ruth FM from South Africa. Jacques and Nina presented, and they want to do a dare off. They set us a dare, we set them a dare, and whoever loses on Saturday between Ireland and South Africa in the rugby 
that country, i.e. us or them, will have to do the dare given to them. Now, our idea was to, to make them eat a durian fruit, which we've nicknamed here ass fruit, because it absolutely stinks. And before I went on holidays, I said to you, Nathan, while I'm away, sort out a durian fruit to be sent to the radio station in Pretoria, outside of Johannesburg. Either, oh, I don't know, just figure it out. Yeah. Well, sit back, my friend. Oh, this yes. is what happened when you were away. Graham, since you've been away, a lot of things have happened in our mission to get a durian ass fruit. The journey has been treacherous and our beautiful listeners have gotten into the trenches with us. A great guy called Harold tried to help us, even though he wouldn't normally do these sort of things. I'm not this kind of guy who's forthcoming and, and, you know, I can do this kind of a thing. I thought that you had this long sorted by now. Harold had two friends in South Africa, but as luck would have it, they were about to leave the country. Colin is actually in the middle of relocating to the UK. And uh, Chris, he's also leaving uh, South Africa. So I was coming along saying, hey, guys, can you help me with this thing for my local radio station? And they said, you must be joking. (laughs) Unfortunately, it wasn't a good start. But then someone who would prove to be crucial in this quest, Nicolene, came forward. All my family is still staying in Victoria, so I can ask someone to get it and deliver it for you guys. There was a worry, however, that Groot FM didn't even exist. Maybe if you can give me the address, we can. my son can Google it, okay, and well, he can see if it's a real radio station. Nicolene's son contacted a few fruit shops in Pretoria, but they didn't have the durian ass fruit. She then gave us this instruction. Look, if, if you guys can maybe get the fruit, my son can go and fetch it for you guys. So I got off my derriere and decided to ring random fruit shops in Pretoria. Hello. Hi there, how are you? I'm just wondering, do you sell any durian fruit? Uh, no, not at all. But it was proving to be unsuccessful. Durian? Yes, durian. No, you don't have to say durian. Oh. One man even made this revelation about the ass fruit. Have you ever yeah. tried the fruit before? Yes, I love it, yes. What's I've it like? it a few times, I love it. A lot it's of people... Like cheesecake. It's like cheesecake. Yeah. A lot of people say it smells and tastes of ass. No, it's delicious, yeah. He then left me with these parting words. You cannot get it, unfortunately. If there was a way, I would have had it. You think and I, I won't be able, be to, able to get one in the whole of South Africa? No, you will not be able to. Oh, no! Sorry about that. Morale was low in the camp. But then out of nowhere, a man called Ricky knew a place that potentially sold the durian. It's a fruit and vegetable shop in Johannesburg. It's called Impala. And they got quite a bit of, like, exotic fruit. I decided to keep ringing fruit shops and stumbled upon this fine gentleman. I'm calling from Ireland. And over here, we nicknamed the fruit an ass fruit. <laughs> he then called his supplier and he came back with this groundbreaking news. He answered me now, but he gave me another name. He said it's a jackfruit. But the supplier was wrong. I've just Googled. Durian and jackfruit are not the same. Both are large and yeah, spiky, but durian smells of ass, while the jackfruit <laughs> smells nice. <laughs> 
Uh, okay, uh, I'll tell him also that is not the same. And he did tell him. Durian fruit, he says, is the one that smells like, uh, like shit. <laughs> it doesn't have a good smell. Then a plot twist. Jacques, one of the presenters from Crew at FM, then sent producer Neve a WhatsApp voice message saying this. The Scots would like to possibly challenge you guys as well i wanted to know if you would be keen for me to pass on your number to marty goodness gracious what is going on nicoline had called the fruit shop ricky had recommended and had this to say so i spoke to the gentleman and he said two weeks ago the last one was sold out oh Oh. come on you can't make it up so i said to him okay so are you guys gonna order again are you getting new stock in you know what what's the process so he's like no he doesn't know so i said said, but please we really need (laughs) only like two fruits you know yeah i'm not sure they're gonna order just one so i said if we can make i just need two so he said okay so when do i need it so i said to him i need it by the 20th i need to have it in our hands by the 20th yeah so I'm going to back on Monday. Oh, oh Nicoline, this is great news. And then Nicoline spoke on behalf of everyone following this journey. Let's just hope we can get the fruit. That's the, the goal, yeah, for now. That is where we are, brother. We now need to give Nicoline a call and find out, did they order the durian ass fruit? So oh we don't know. Oh my god. Well, can I just say We don't know. Well done. I give both of you some stick about not working hard to lamb away. But wow. It so smells of sheet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you would love that guy. He was great. So we currently we don't know. Oh, okay. So we have to ring Nicoline now. Oh, what? Yeah. Okay, so we're okay. Let's go to a song. Let's go to a song. We Let's got a go to do. a bit of traffic and Hopefully, we'll be chanting Nicoline to find out. It all rests on the next couple of minutes. Yeah. It's FM 104. The Graham and Nathan Podcast. FM 104. Graham and Nathan on FM 104, playing some jazzy and giving me... It's tension. It's tense time because we our fate is just about to be found out. Yeah, we're trying to get our hands on a durian ass fruit in South Africa. A lady called Nicoline Graham. She's been so much help. Yeah, because we are entrenched in a dare-off between us and a South African radio station. Whoever wins will get their done by the loser and we want to get them to eat ass fruit. We've just got to get our hands on it. Come on. Nicolene, how are you? How are you? Okay, well, first, Graham. Oh, Nicolene, Nathan and producer Neve have been telling me behind the scenes how much work and how much of a help you have been in this storyline. So personally, for the time when I was away, you've really stepped up and I want to thank you so much. Regardless of the outcome right now. Regardless. Regardless of the outcome, I want to thank you. But Nathan, I want to... Well, I suppose, Nicolene kind of over to you can you give us an update i know you were going to or you had chatted to impala fruit shop so tell us did they order the durian fruit or did they face problems so um they did order the fruit but they don't have stock at the market where they get all their fruit from unfortunately so they won't be able to get it so won't be able to get it. Oh, um, yeah. So I even went and I googled the fruit to see to see when is the season for this fruit. Mm. So it's 
between June and August, so it's not so long ago, yeah. to me. Um, so oh, I've also went now and I post on Facebook. Oh, what a star. Because uh, oh. we still got family and Victoria and friends, so hopefully somebody knows someone and somebody will see my post. Because okay. the match is on Saturday. So if you guys win, that I don't believe, but let's um, <laughs> just say you do. Um, they can eat it by Monday, am I right? Or they have to eat it on Saturday? No, no, Monday. Monday's yeah. perfect. Monday or even... Even any- the following week. We're not the most time-sensitive yeah, with it. Yeah, it could be sometime in the future. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm still going to try my very best for you guys. Oh, you're, oh, you're so good. All the food, so, yeah. yeah, no pressure from, from your side to me, you know? Well, Nicolene, thank you so much. Thank you so much. You've been so much help. We'll keep in contact with you. But uh, I just, for now, just thank you so much for your help, Nicolene. You've been fantastic. I'm sorry for the... No, no, no. Another stumbling block, but we will go through it. We will get the fruit to them. We will get the fruit, and they will eat the ass fruit. <laughs> they will eat it. <laughs> thank you so much, Nicolene. Bye. Oh, that is... Oh, that's sad. Like you know this story more than me. Yeah. Do you have you got any more anything else up your sleeve? I think I have one more call up my sleeve. One more. Yeah. If can anyone's we, listening and can help us, oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. If we're in any fruit shops in Johannesburg or Pretoria, let us know. If you're listening from there, <laughs> the Graham and Nathan podcast. FM one zero four. Download it now. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcasts.